0: Okay. Finally up and running. What's up, everybody? God damn. <laughs> Happy this, New Year. <laughs> this is the fourth episode of the Terrible Reception Podcast. Yes.
1: Happy New Year's, everybody. Happy New Year. Where third time's a charm. Fourth time is bomb. I don't know. But, I don't even know why you started that. <laughs> I don't even know because <laughs> if you guys saw what we had to go through, like... 30 minutes ago just to get this going yeah man so yeah man happy new year yes. how, how was your uh, new year uh it was cool it was like mm-hmm. i don't know it's not what i expected to be honest mm-hmm. but um i tried to bring it in chill mm-hmm.
0: i think the older we get the, m- the more boring it gets like i don't yeah. I don't really look forward to it anymore it's kind of uh, like just another day it's like okay. honestly
1: like if kids are around like you know like cousins or whatever like the little kids in the family or friends mm-hmm. kids like i think that's what makes it
0: yeah but i'm
1: probably looking forward to the holiday once i have my own mm-hmm. family you know i yeah. think that's the excitement for my kids it's more for kids yeah exactly
0: so um yeah i guess you know this is a new year yeah uh hoping for bigger and better things 100 you know? percent. we're always uh aiming to elevate ourselves year after year so you know we're hoping for for a better year yeah. um and uh yeah so uh I guess we'll start off by introducing these guys yeah <laughs> we finally got the new mics yeah which
1: is a plus it's gonna sound nice it's yeah, gonna man. it's gonna be real good
0: yeah I mean it sounds really good in the headphones already so you know I'm gonna yeah. I'm looking forward to uh listening to it on playback so, I was, so, I, was, the so I was right yeah I mean, you're, <laughs> you're never wrong you're never wrong <laughs> but um yeah, so we got the new mics, uh, so the audio quality should be tip top, elevated.
1: Yes. Already, like, I'm looking on Pro Tools because we're recording live into Pro Tools mm-hmm. and the waveforms. Yeah.
0: So, you know, you may not hear our buddy, the Angry Train. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Speaking of the Angry Train, uh, I had a request to change the name of the Angry Train. From Angry from, Train or Boris? From Boris mm-hmm. to Karen okay and i guess it, it applies to it certain situations there <laughs> we especially go. in your life perfect <laughs> i'm not gonna say why it was requested but the person that requested it will know why it still so, uh still
1: comes from a third world country
0: yeah so karen is an angry train perfect so um yeah i guess we'll, we'll start off by um should we plug everything at the beginning of the show or the end of the show i haven't figured let's, that out let's plug yet. it in now so I want to emphasize how important it is for you guys to go on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, follow us on both, uh, even if you use one or the other. Yes. Uh, and also on YouTube, just subscribe. Even if you don't watch it on YouTube, leave a comment. Again, even if you don't watch it on YouTube, just just to give us those those numbers uh, that look good in front of everybody else. You know, because we live in a world where you can have all the talent in the world but if you don't have the numbers nobody gives a crap
1: no. about you. So, <laughs> it's unfortunate.
0: Yeah. Um and it was evident uh when I went to a school a couple weeks ago. Uh shout out to Lauren. Yes. Um I did a presentation at a school, you know, just Telling them basically of what we do, how we've done it and all this stuff, kind of just to motivate them to to follow their own dreams and stuff. So Mm. Um, and I found it evident when uh, this one particular kid like before even did my introduction in the middle of my introduction he cut me off maybe two or three times. Right. Okay. Yeah, and some of these kids have, are special needs. So they have that social awkwardness to them and stuff like that. So, and some of them are super out there and stuff. Mm. So I was doing my introductions. Hey, I'm Blase blah. I do this, this, and that. And the kid goes, are you famous? And I'm like, I do not know, I guess I'm in my inner circle. I'm yeah. pretty popular <laughs> because of what I do. A lot of people know me. Um, and then he goes, if you're famous, how many Instagram followers do you have? Mm. And I'm like, like you know the group i can't give you a right number but we have a little over eleven thousand. yeah are you verified i'm like no yeah. uh, we're verified on facebook though it makes you feel like a job <laughs> your interview where you're like failing like yeah. at a certain point you're like oh i had this i had this and yeah. like, are you verified and, and it's crazy because like... while i was doing all that and i was giving him all these no i'm not verified and no we're not this no we're not that you see the energy go from up here to down here you know and Then it goes on to the YouTube. How many subscribers do you have? I'm like a little under 800. Mm. Oh, okay. How many subscribers do you have? I'm like, this kid. So, and then shortly after that, he kind of just bolted, (laughs) which is kind of a shame and kind of expected these days, you know, because
1: questions to our followers. What from your personal view makes it that somebody is more official or less official because of this check or the verification or the followers. Like maybe you guys can give us insight because the thing is too, what I'm noticing is that who was it? Uh, It's kind of like, I see the owners of like talent agencies or huge modeling agencies, like Wilhelmina Mm -hmm. Ford, all these things like the owner of it might have, two thousand to seven thousand followers at most this person you know is well off they're the ones who make sure the company is being ran like they're probably in charge of a lot of things but they don't have as much recognition as the forefront Mm -hmm. so for me it's like when you probably want to get in contact with that guy you're going to something else that's you know Mm kind of like that that uh like you're going to the secretary secretary when you could go to the core but Mm -hmm. people not going to the core because they're like "Eh, Mm -hmm. this this page doesn't entice me you know what i'm saying or like there'll be really talented Mm -hmm. photographers musicians and like they'll be dope as hell but like nobody's gonna tune into Mm -hmm. them because of that Mm -hmm. assumption that they're not official because
0: i guess it's just the validation piece because i feel like if you have that that blue check wherever you go you're validated by the instagram gods i yeah. guess you're knighted by the instagram gods like this guy's official but i see I, mean?
1: I see it in the fashion business a lot <clears throat> i think it like i think they correlate where it's kind of like they did a recently i saw a payless they like set up something where payless looked more like barney's and they were selling uh, the same that. shoes <laughs> that they always do
0: they did like a little a pop up
1: shop yeah. or something. People are paying six hundred dollars for a twenty dollars shoe, mm-hmm. just because of
0: it's the hype beast, man. Yeah, man. The beasts make everything so much more like either official or corny to yeah, me. Nine times out of so. ten, is super corny to me. Um, so it, I just it, it's just it's just the world we live in, and as much as I hate it, um, we kind of just gotta adapt to it um and kind of just put up our smoke and mirrors like we always do it's um, weird
1: though we live in a world of like okay fake it till you make it but then also people like you real are you real you really about that life and like mm-hmm. they want this transparency so it's like what the hell do you want mm-hmm. like like for me it's like we have to like who sets the standard of like this all you guys are gonna like go through this bullshit. versus who's setting the standard of like yo this should be the wave on how people should eat. This is the wave of how we should live. We should be transparent. We should be real. They're telling you one thing, and then it's like you get to the industry and it's like, yo, the more we fake about it, like the better off we are and mm-hmm. It's like that's why I think there's a lot of confusion or like people can't be themselves, and that's why like people love these text messaging because you can think out what you're gonna write before you you hit somebody up am i am I just like do you feel the same or like?
0: Yeah, in a sense. Um, it's just the, the the way you think about it at the end of the day, because um, like I said, we, we can sit here and groan and moan about it all the time and just cry about it. But I mean, what really can we do? Um, it's just the world we live in right now. We might as well just adjust or Just, like I said, cry about it all day and do nothing about it. You know what I mean? Well, do you think it's
1: the underdog that can set the standard? Do you think it's always the top dog that has to run the the show?
0: I don't know. I mean, these days, it's always just super random, to be honest with you. Like, you'll see a little trend or a fad that started by the most random thing because... Mm -hmm we have social media and social media can make anything go viral at any moment you know what i mean it just whatever catches fire at that moment in time you know i always think
1: about that i'm like damn like what Mm -hmm. if we have a podcast episode and like something you say or something i do is just so ridiculous Mm -hmm. but then you just get caught in that moment of like that's who you Mm -hmm. are and it's like oh my god and that's 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 the thing that i'm afraid of you know i've worked I mean? to be perceived like again right. that's what we talked about the last <coughs> podcast you work mm-hmm. to be perceived a certain way your whole life mm-hmm. and then that one instance it's like mm-hmm. yo, yet. you're the cornball kid and you're like <laughs> that's really? kind of like that movie the
0: the one that kyle's in did he see it you yeah yeah i actually just watched that recently when he became Netflix, the seizure so. kid you know? <laughs> Well, he's like the super dope rapper that has all these flows, has all these concepts for
1: songs. And he then eventually he made it on stage. Yeah, He eventually made it because I, but, I think they were persistent. Yeah.
0: But. And then he becomes he goes viral because for whoever hasn't seen it, he becomes viral because he has a seizure on stage because he <laughs> smoked too much weed with Wiz Khalifa. But then he 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 fights through that. And I feel like that's what we I mean, hopefully that never happens to us. But if. For whatever reason you go viral you have to take you have to capitalize on it no whatever 100%. it is that you do with it you know what i mean because all these instagram celebrities become popular for whatever they do whatever they're doing at the moment they go viral everybody knows who they are and then what they do from there moving forward is what's gonna determine what they do with mm-hmm. their life
1: True. like and again, it's so fast-paced at the end of the day by the time you're known for what you do <clears throat> somebody else is already on the next thing yeah man
0: so I don't know how we got into that topic, but <laughs> how did we get into that topic? Oh, I was talking about like um, uh, that presentation that I did. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what my point was that for that, but basically
1: the kid was more impressed <clears> on how many followers, numbers, you have and stuff, rather yeah. than how you actually oh, cause I was execute. Because
0: I was plugging us. There we go. So you know the numbers got to get up there, guys. No. So you know we get in front of other people's eyes. We'll pop up in recommendations and stuff like that. So you know we want to get in front of more people. Um, And, uh, I feel like,
1: I feel like I'm going to sound Aggie today Mm -hmm. and I don't know it. Maybe it's because I'm just, it's one of those things where like, I feel like I'm going to go on my rant Mm -hmm. because while you were doing that, that day, um, I was basically, I was shooting shout outs to Ty or Terrell. Mm -hmm. So, um, he, we went, we go way back. But, um, he had really looked me out on a situation. He is the main guy. if you guys ever watch sway's universe he um he does the filming for that so uh long story short sway awesome guy, awesome, awesome guy. um they had other celebrities and producers on there, and you know, I was definitely definitely humbled to be part of the situation and all that but i I kind of look back on our career. And I look back on, you know, my approach to things. And a lot of times I'm in situations where I'm either videographer or photographer to get into the music game. Because, again, we're trying to chase that dream, that career. But um, long story short, I find that whether it's social media or in person or follow ups, no matter how much you network or it's maybe how you network or how you have to find your way or your position in this game i feel that networking or maybe it's always been like that this it's one it's disappointing because i feel like a lot of people shut other people down for the same fact that maybe you don't have a following or maybe this or that like i don't feel like it's always kind of been like that where it's like the more persistent you are, the better off you are as a businessman or a business because passion and talent unfortunately are not respected. You know what I'm saying because you could be talented as hell, but I feel like the person that and you you mentioned this too because you said like it gets on your nerves that you see people that don't have the humility get far because they they're almost like you know they get like real they're almost arrogant oh my god hold on one second that's funny that's in there but i said like you know it's one of those situations where i feel like arrogance or like negativity is responded to by celebrities a lot more quickly than somebody being like yo i love you and then you just get a like if you're lucky you get like a heart you know what i'm saying like you know we have a pretty good support system and i noticed i was like you know what i'm going to positively take advantage of that the other day and we reached out to an artist and i was like yo if you guys could like tag me or whatever like reach out and people were saying the most sincere stuff they're like yo Make it happen for the culture and this like that. And I had two two perspectives on it because we spoke about this. Like we went out to eat again. Chipotle, shout out Chipotle. If you guys want to sponsor us, <laughs> let me know. But <laughs> we need that code. We need <laughs> that <count> code code. <laughs> but it's one of those situations where it's like I feel like somebody disrespected the hell out of this person I look up to, right? And that mm-hmm. and that person, that celebrity, responded to them like this. Uh, I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then for me, I'm like, yo, we can do something that would be epic, right? I reached out to several ways. I reached out to management through DM and phone number, through email and everything. Nobody acknowledged that they even received this and said no. Mm -hmm. Nobody acknowledged that they received anything. And you know, it's like, okay, if that many people, if like 75 to 100 people are commenting on a post, you're getting some type of...
0: You're seeing it. Of a, you're Best seeing it. Going.
1: You know what I'm saying. So I, like, you know, you've seen artists or bigger acts see less. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. So f- for me, that's what I'm like. I feel like when you're positive, there's like no recognition. Maybe this is just my experience too. Let me know if you're artists out there, mm-hmm. a creative, or whoever you are. Even if you're you you sell milk door to door, I want to know your People situation. Still do that? maybe you know (laughs) maybe it's like new almond milk they're like you want almond milk almond milk door to door but i'm just saying like is this just my situation or you think everybody goes through it where it's like again i see somebody respond to negativity a lot quicker than they do positivity and then that takes away like your ambition sometimes as someone who networks because it's like you're literally being upfront with people. You're asking for opportunity. You're not asking for a handout. Many times I said, I will work for free. I will do this job. You can test me out. Mm-hmm. But they don't even give you that chance. No.
0: And I mean, I feel like that that just, it, it's a reflection of who that person is. Yeah. At the end of the day. And also the people that they run into. But if they're
1: successful, right? Yeah. What? Do, what else does that say? did they get it just by being selfish maybe never know so it's like i don't know like how are you supposed to i don't know that's something that always it seems like polar opposites Mm -hmm. you're successful or maybe you're just like we also discussed this maybe they just want to see that ambitious person Mm -hmm. take the same route they had to take Mm -hmm. to see how good they are like Mm -hmm. why should i believe you're the best Mm mm-hmm are you gonna make it into the same room i am you know what i'm saying type of deal
0: or maybe i feel like it's it's because i was reading an article the other day about some um i think it was one like one of those humans in of new york uh, instagram pages i don't yeah. know if you ever seen that photographer that takes pictures of random people and then he gets their stories yes, yes um yes, yes, yes. there was this one particular person that was talking about he was a med student and how he's getting like buried into the ground basically with work okay and all this kind of stuff and the expectations of doctors and by the time they get to a, a position where they're making some kind of money or they're getting to where they want to be mm-hmm. they're like drained and they mm. don't even care and these are very important people that are taking care of other people you know what i mean life and death situation so mm. i feel like and then that You see that in your own work. And then those certain people get mistreated by the people that make it up there because they feel like, okay, I've been through this. Mm -hmm. So now you have to go through this to get to where I am. Gotcha. So maybe that's a mentality like that. Like, okay, I did it on my own or however, however I did it. Because we always ask, like we watch all these people's like background stories, but nobody ever tells you what's the secret sauce of what was that, 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 that one thing. Yeah. What what was it? Nobody ever says
1: it, you know, but there's always some kind of link. Um, and or maybe it sparked just like me right now it sparked that question mm-hmm. so then you want to just work harder yeah and then it's like okay mm-hmm. that that little bit of oh you're gonna ignore me i'll watch
0: and that's exactly where i was gonna go it. with that because it's we're, we're in a day and age where it's like we have accessibility to all these things which mm-hmm. is like a gift and a curse because yeah. now it the oversaturation is even oversaturated even more 100 percent. um so you being recognized by somebody else it's a hundred times harder mm. because there's people in people's inboxes like yo check out my mixtape oh hey check out my photography and they're all trash yeah you know and I'm not saying that we're the best at what we do but we we are really good at what we do you know yeah. what I mean so it I mean it, it's it's discouraging yeah like everything else we go through mm-hmm. but you know it's it's just a matter of like pushing through
1: and no, I see kinda, the I see the DJ Khaleds and stuff like mm-hmm. that you know like I saw a picture of him. Who was it next to recently? I think it was like uh was it Big Daddy Kane? I don't know. It was it was somebody highly respectable in the hip hop community. And uh he was right next to him and it's like he was like sixteen. Hmm. Right? So I don't know how old Khaled is now, I know maybe he's like at least mid thirties up to forties or something mm-hmm. like that range, right? So he's been in it for a minute. Mm-hmm. And, you know, <sighs> I guess it's that one person that says, all right, you know what? We've seen you pay your dues, this and that. And that's it. That's why I think for everybody that's listening, um, persistence is key. Longevity is key. Um, you know, sometimes like at that one point where you think you're going to break is like your master is watching you because there's always people watching too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If if your name is out there in some way, somebody's going to check in at least once in a while. So now they're just like, all right, how long are you going to last? You really about this? Mm-hmm. Because it's like if, if they see anything that can make us break mm-hmm. or as individuals or this or that, they're going to say, you know what? You're going to pass. You're not equipped for this. Mm-hmm. You're not equipped. So Yeah. So I guess that's a good segue to
0: let's talk about New Year's resolutions. Okay. I know it's very generic and very cliche for like a radio show or a podcast to talk about new year resolutions but um, i'm curious to see what you think or what you want to improve on or what you want to do as a person
1: individually mm-hmm. and for the business okay um i'm always in a state of self-reflection for sure um thinking that i'm not good enough even when people encourage you or uh, compliment your work is a great thing. Um, sometimes I don't try to be overly hard on myself till it's the point of destructive, mm-hmm. but, you know, I look at my videos as a whole. I look at my photography as a whole and I listen to our music as a whole. And sometimes I feel that we could be a little more meticulous in making sure all the details, all the all the eyes' are dotted, all the T's are crossed, and things like that, where um, if you have an asshole come around and poke at it and be like, oh, is it is it is that well structured? you know, is it gonna fall apart and they keep pointing at it like
0: that. I thought you were talking about like an actual butthole. No, no. Because no, you're always no. talking about butts and shit coming out of it. Listen listen. <laughs> now we're talking about an asshole pointing at you. No, just <laughs> listen. You took it to another level.
1: <laughs> no, but like that's how that's how I honestly feel. Like I feel that whoever wanna whoever wants to come and test what I do, what you do, what we do, I don't wanna give them any opening to you know push over the structure we've built you know what i'm saying so art is always open to interpretation we know that but at the same time i always want us to look back and be like that's still popping even now this still connects with me Mm -hmm. this makes you feel certain type of way and i always have this certain element or essence i've been trying to capture through video through music everything else and i feel like i haven't reached that yet i think it's a hunger that keeps me going Mm -hmm. but even going into this year i said my videos could be way better you know um my photography i haven't even done it in a while because i don't think i've been as inspired or motivated i was like sometimes i get overwhelmed by doing too many different things at the same time so that's why when you approach me and you're like let's work on project number two musically i was like wow this is the perfect time Mm -hmm. because i felt like everything else has been given so much um, intensity magnitude and uh, concentration on my end with the videos and the photography that i need to switch it up and let those batteries reload while i output all these frustrations these 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 great moments into the music and like that's why like i love the balance of all of our outlets Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying
0: yeah the for you yeah and before i get into mine i wanted to say that i'm very proud of us
1: yeah man because
0: at the top of last year we made we had set a couple goals for us right mm-hmm. and we we set realistic goals that we wanted to accomplish mm-hmm. during 2018 and i feel like we did a very very good job of accomplishing all the goals that we have set oh yeah i think we may have fallen short maybe one music video because yes. i think we were aiming for what three i think so yeah. and we did two instead yeah. uh and then the last video wasn't our i don't want to say that it wasn't our fault but we had a certain situation set up, and unfortunately, it fell through because mm-hmm. of the other pieces that we were depending on. So yeah. um, that just adds to the frustration mm-hmm. because I feel like, and that you know, that's another reason why we do everything ourselves because we can't depend on other people. Because yeah. we had planned this for how long like two three weeks we were ready to go and then the day before everything falls apart yeah like literally right before we were going to go to bed we were literally talking about this like yo we're ready for this music video i'm so excited yeah. We're gonna bang this out only one day and then all of a sudden it goes to shit yeah so <clears throat> we fell short on that goal but we did do two music videos uh we started the podcast which was something that we've been talking about for a little while yeah but we never actually set it as a goal but we set it as a goal like short-term goal and we
1: accomplished it like this i mean even even between episode one to now Mm -hmm. i think like again even the the minor evolution and that Mm -hmm. is like something i think we both see each other's um i think as business partners the beauty of our situation is that we always see each other's horizons or prospects like Mm -hmm. we see where something could be and that encouragement and confidence within each other to accomplish that Mm -hmm. is what keeps us moving
0: exactly so and in that we accomplish those particular goals Mm -hmm. and then we drop the project that we've always wanted to we wanted to drop project for what three years yeah and even if even though it wasn't the
1: project that we thought we were gonna drop Mm -hmm. because again another disheartening discouraging type of situation where everything was built Mm -hmm. imagine doing a whole project like a whole album and then it's like clean slate because the situation brings it to Mm -hmm. nothing
0: because someone outside of us yeah (laughs) because of someone outside of us so which is even more frustrating because i hate that shit yeah
1: because then you're like i took time to give another human being a chance to show their humanity Mm mm-hmm and then after that it's just like because even looking back at it it was it it was on honesty on our end Mm -hmm. we stuck to our side you know what i'm saying so it's like when you keep going through situations like that yes again it's disheartening it's discouraging but at the same time out out of all the ashes always rises a phoenix and i feel that us just giving ourselves a clean slate i don't know if the world's ever going to hear that project or joins from that project which were very dope, Mm -hmm. very dope. But I feel that from those experiences, you know, you get a new outlook or a new vibe as a person. And I think that what's cool about the project that we're going to put together next is just a whole nother feeling. It's a whole, like, Mm -hmm. that's what I love about our music. We're never cornered in to a specific sound. Mm-hmm. And with this one, I think both where you and I come from, as, you know, people appreciate music and all that, it's just going to be dope. Because mm-hmm. we're learning more and more of our craft at yep. the same time.
0: Mm-hmm. So, and I guess that's that's a good way for me to say that for this year, I want to do more content. Yeah. Uh, more videos, more podcasts, more music most importantly, and, you know, just have fun along the way. You yep. know what I mean? Because I feel like last year we had such a tough time, like, balancing ourselves mm. with everything that we do yeah. that we kind of got lost in the sauce, gotcha. and it got a little frustrating at times. Um, So I want to take this year to be a little more organized. 100%. Um, and I want to make a little more effort in meeting up because I felt like once or twice a week, we got a lot done. Mm-hmm um but i feel like maybe if i come three times a week um we can take each day to accomplish a certain thing that we're trying to accomplish that weekend it's just
1: sometimes you got to turn on the afterburner to get ahead further you know it's kind of like a jet craft
0: (laughs) yeah man so you know professionally i just i just want to be able to put out more content um and gain more supporters you know what i mean in the process and like i said just have more fun with it and uh personally um, just more self-care because I feel like I, I do a pretty good job at self-care but I feel like I work so hard at everything that I do that I kind of just lose myself mm-hmm. uh, because I want to accomplish certain things. I can't stop something midway. I always want to finish through it. Like let's say I start editing the video, uh, the podcast video at 10 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. I'm up to like 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning because I want to get as far as I can possibly get it mm-hmm. without You know me falling asleep on the laptop you know what i mean because i want to get the content done bang it out put it out
1: i'm with you there on the self-care
0: yeah so i don't know if it's maybe taking day trips somewhere just just relaxing or just winding down a couple days and you know it's just. and at the same time our, our brains i feel like they're they're wired to not stop working so even when we're relaxing somewhere, we're still Thank the you. gears are still turning. Yeah, yeah, yeah but. And that's how it is. Like I
1: think even like Michael Jackson, Quincy Jones, they took days to literally just play music. But I I know at the same time they have those gears turning of like, oh, that'd be dope to incorporate that into what we're doing and this and this and this. So mm-hmm. when you're on when you're on the journey, I think again the journey. That's that's why the journey is the best part because it's like.
0: Mm, there's our boy. Well, our girl.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: the Angry Train. I don't know if you guys are gonna hear it because of the new microphones and everything, but he's still making appearance. Well, she's still making appearances. No gender. I think it's gonna.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty loud. So. <laughs> <laughs> but um.
0: Oh, and he's extra loud today. Speaking of Michael she...
1: Jackson, Quincy Jones. Uh, fun uh fact. I found out that these mics, mm-hmm. the Shure SM7B. That you see everybody use on radio and stuff. Thriller was recorded on these. Was it? Yes. Interesting. This microphone was used for the whole Thriller project. But yes, self-care. Self-care is super important. I think that... Um, I felt there's like... I feel that there is a lot of repetition in my life. It's... Shoot video. Edit video. Edit photo. Deal with client go get the same food, go to the same places every day. Mm -hmm. And for me, everybody thinks that you end up living this dope-ass life because you do what you love to do. And that is, that is half of it. Mm -hmm. But on the other end, they don't see that I'm going to Chipotle every other day because I think that's... In the budget. That's (laughs) in the budget. That's like a healthier food to sometimes go with. I go to Whole Foods all the time. Uh, I go to, like, local little businesses and restaurants. But, like, it's great because the beauty of it, you build these relationships. You go in, they're like, oh, you want that again? I'm like, yep, I don't even have to say anything. But at the same time, I'm like, holy crap.
0: It's, like, sad and, like... Yeah. Happy at the same time. Yeah, like, no. yeah, he knows my order, but damn. Yeah, and sometimes it's like your only escape
1: is through these music videos because maybe like the client book like a dope hotel or like you're at a dope thing or you're meeting new faces. That's that's nice. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like I know there's more to this world than New Jersey. There's more to the world than this, this room to mm-hmm. record in. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And like we're giving the world insight and content, but that's also to a limit if you're not experiencing life yeah you know what i'm saying like that'll the podcast will end because we don't have any more experiences because we've been in here so much Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so sometimes i think that when you have stories when you live your life when you take breaks even if you sleep and you have a dope dream you have more to speak about sometimes than rather just evolving like literally submerging yourself and mm-hmm. all this work and all this like you can love what you do and i love what i do but at the same time man you need a break mm-hmm. you need a break
0: completely off topic but you just mentioned dreaming right yeah it might be only have you ever gotten in this situation where you wake up from a dream right mm-hmm. it's either traumatizing or really like
1: exciting mm-hmm. but the more you try to think about it the more you forget about it have you noticed yeah, that I've been in those situations, but I feel like what really surprised me about my dreams is that they're so vivid. Mm-hmm. I think uh, sometimes either I don't dream at all, or when I do dream, it's like, <laughs> that sounds so sad. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. I don't dream at all. I don't but... dream at all sometimes, <laughs> but uh, other times I do dream and they're vivid as hell. Or mm-hmm. I wake up from a dream. Maybe you've had this as well. You wake up from a dream you go back to sleep and then there's part two hmm. or there's that never happens. To me. Or this is th- a really bad dream. Yeah. Or there's three days in between. I'm like, oh, here's the sequel. It's like <laughs> it's like a Star Wars flick. You know what I'm saying? You're like, damn, episode one was OK. <laughs> episode two is about to turn out. You know what I'm saying? Mine
0: is always like the the weirdest thing is that like if it's a really good dream mm-hmm. and I'm excited to tell somebody about it and I, I have to either like drill it in my head and remember it yeah. as I wake up. Yeah. Because if I don't, like I said, the harder I think about remembering it, the mm. more it just like disappears.
1: No, 100%.
0: And then when it comes to like nightmares, nightmares are the ones that I wake up, let's say, go get a drink of water or something like that, take yeah. a deep breath, like, damn, that was crazy. Yeah. And then go right back into the s- same exact dream. No. Nah. Like you could be falling from a cliff and then you wake up in that panic. You're like, oh my God, thank God it was just a dream. <laughs> get your drink of water, come back. You're falling from that same exact location you left off at.
1: I think one of our recorders on top stopped. I'm not sure. Please hold. Please hold. Yeah, it turned off. But it's All this. right. Cool. Cool. I'm just checking oh, on that. Shit, sir. <laughs> the struggles. The struggles.
0: Okay. So.
1: So, um, the, tri- the tri- <laughs> that trials- brings
0: me to my next question. Somebody asked us, how do we get through the trials of being independent artists and the frustrations of it?
1: And this is, <laughs> I think that's a present question. I, d- I mean, a present answer because mm-hmm. it's like, I don't think we do. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a forever changing lock. Mm-hmm. You think you get the key and it's like, nope, mm-hmm. switched up on you. And you're yeah. like, ah,
0: and that's, that's a perfect way to put it. Cause I was going to say you have to adapt. Yeah. Um, because not every situation is going to be the same. No. Like for example, we're here shooting, and we shoot everything ourselves. Mm-hmm. Hate to say that every episode, but we do. And it's, it gets frustrating because we're setting up like half hour before the the, the, the we podcast. start recording, yeah. and then we run into an issue. And it's like we have to adapt to the issue. Like how are we going to figure this out? Okay, let's put our brains together. Let's figure this 100%. out. Hundred percent. Or I'll set something up while you're figuring that out. Or yeah. I'm going through my notes while you're figuring that out. S- and
1: speaking of. Um, I wanted to get our audience familiar with um the breakdown of the different segments we're going to incorporate. I think either like you guys give us your input on um if you think we should go with all these or there's something else you'd rather hear. But do you have those notes on you?
0: Yeah, I have it right here. Okay. Um we want to separate the podcast more organized. Yeah um you know we we still want to have the free-flowing conversations obviously but i also want to do well we also want to do little segments mm-hmm. um where the one is uh kind of talking about technology we want to name it tech talk yeah um where i think you're taking the lead on this one right yeah, where yeah you I'd find be whatever i don't know what tool we have in our arsenal that we could talk about that particular week yeah or what's popping right now in the tech universe and stuff like that so um that way you guys can get familiar with
1: it and i know we spoke about it it for like the past three podcasts that we Mm -hmm. will be introducing Mm -hmm. exactly what we use but we want to set it up in a way one where it's attractive to the audience two where it's worth your time Mm -hmm. and three you know um there's other business aspects Mm -hmm. that we want to hold down where i think we're going to be creating uh Amazon affiliate links, mm-hmm. so you know you guys can support us mm-hmm. by supporting you know a particular brand the particular brand mm-hmm. so if if we're talking about the item, mm-hmm. we'll have a link below where you know we get a percentage off of the purchase mm-hmm. not that you're giving us your money you're just mm-hmm. buying it for a regular price but they give oh, us yeah, a, like cut. a referral cut or whatever. exactly yeah. exactly um
0: and i think the most important thing because you know we've talked about breaking down like the the concepts of the videos and what we use to shoot the videos and stuff like that And i think the most challenging part of that for us was the presentation piece yeah yeah like we've watched dozens of youtube videos of how people break down certain videos or reaction videos and how they do it and what we can do to incorporate it into ours and how we can make it better exactly um so i think we figured out how we're gonna do that um it's just a matter of finding the time and space to do it because you know we have a a space that's great for us for what we're doing right now but Mm -hmm. for what we want to do for that particular segment um or that particular video uh breaking down the the music videos or whatever we want a bigger space
1: so we Uh, have tech talk so we have tech talk and then we have the
0: the pop culture Pop culture, yeah. The pop, the pop poppy poppies popping pop, pop culture. <laughs> so that's what we we're gonna name it. Yeah, as corny as that sounds, whatever. We're running with it. We're so, running with You it. know that I, I'm taking the lead on that one. Where you know I'll I'll speak on whatever is popping that particular week. Yeah. Um, whether it be a movie, a song, um, I don't know, something going on in the industry that everybody's talking about. Yeah. Um, have you seen Bird Bo- uh Haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah, super overhyped. Gotcha. I got ripped in my DMs the other day by a few people. They're like, "Oh my god, that's the best movie ever and you gave it a 7?" Really? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. It's just it's weird. You know this uh, all hype, all hype. The hype beast out there, man.
1: Sandra Bullock has always been in one of those movies that get a lot of hype, and it's depending on the person, it's either you love it mm-hmm. or you hate it. Mm-hmm.
0: The thing with me is it it's it, hype kills it for me. And I mentioned it in one of the reviews that I wrote before I got ripped was... When a movie when a movie is overhyped mm-hmm. when i actually get the time to go watch it yeah, yeah. it's in a hole for me already gotcha. so it's digging itself out of a hole so i'm like okay it's overhyped so it's probably trash gotcha or i have these high high expectations of this movie because of all this hype that everybody's talking about you know what i mean gotcha, gotcha. so but i went in there with no no expectations or whatever and i mean as an avid movie goer i look for certain things that the average movie goer doesn't look four you gotcha. know what i mean so it's like a couple plot holes that i was you know not happy with um you know and there's just a couple things in the story that it was kind of blah which i kind of understand because it looks like they're setting up for a sequel but whatever and you know i gave it a seven which isn't bad
1: i just you want know? stranger <laughs> things to come back
0: stranger things is the shit. right yeah but even with things like that it's like i always have to watch it as quickly as possible before everybody's like oh my god it's the best thing ever and before i can Make my own judgment about it. Same thing with Get Out. Yeah, I feel like once I got to Get Out, I feel like it was so overhyped that when I watched, that, I was like, it was cool, gotcha. it was good, but oh, it wasn't.
1: This this is a <clears throat> I know this is bad random, but as it's in my head, um, I wanted to ask you on this podcast, um, because it was the holidays. I was like getting a lot of people what they love. Mm-hmm. Um, they were getting me what I love, and I want to ask you since uh. It's kind of like the Christmas present I gave you. But I want to ask you, what are your favorite fashion designers? Who are your favorite fashion designers? What do you like in fashion? You know, like, why is it that you are attracted to a certain aesthetic?
0: I can't give you a particular designer because I'm not into fashion the way you are.
1: (laughs) No, no. I just saying, but like in general, like, like,
0: I like... What do I like in fashion? I, I like the laid-backness of certain things. Mm-hmm. Um
1: who would you look to at for um f- like a like a fashion idea? Like do you look to a certain artist or do you do you look to a certain actor or actress, not an actress, but I'm just saying like do you look to a certain person? Not really. Okay. Um,
0: I kind of just go with whatever I feel feels right. Okay. <laughs> at that particular moment. I'm not really like the taking risks fashion-wise. I'm pretty laid back with my style. It's just if I could wear a hoodie and a long bomber jacket and either joggers or jeans with like my favorite sneakers at that particular moment, I'm good. Gotcha. You know. Gotcha. Um periodically I'll see little pieces here and there that I'm like, "Yo, that's super dope, but that's not good for my pockets." <laughs> type yeah, of yeah. thing. Um and I remember um one piece that you sold to me uh, the Fear God sweater, you remember that? Mm-hmm. Which is one piece that I really love. But now looking at it, I was like super impractical because oh, <laughs> I'm like it's a hoodie with no sleeves. Yeah. But I'm like, yo, the material super dope. It's super thick, super warm. But then my sleeves are really w- cool. That's cool. where you like layer it up. <laughs> you get a thermal. <laughs> well, that's what under. I'm saying. I would wear this jacket. Yeah, yeah. And then my, I wear this jacket yeah, yeah. and um. Then my arms are sweaty. Gotcha. Which is kind of annoying, but I love the sweater.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, fashion. Like for me, fashion is not always practical. It's not always comfortable. Mm-hmm. But when you look at it, you're like, damn.
0: That's what. That's the word I was looking for.
1: Comfort. Gotcha.
0: That's my main thing. Comfort. If I'm uncomfortable in something, I don't want to wear it.
1: So let me. Let all right. So from that aspect, right. Let me put you on a couple brands, right, and maybe you know the viewers too. So if you love comfort, right. You love practicality, mm-hmm. okay. So, what I'm wearing right now is by John Elliott. John Elliott.
0: See, I was gonna mention him, but I was gonna call him Jake Elliott. See how much ah, okay. I'm into that. Track. So John.
1: <laughs> so John Elliott. Um, I feel like he's like a LA-based designer, right? And uh he makes, uh I would say, a lot of active wear in the sense of joggers, mm-hmm. sweatshirts, crew necks. Um,
0: I've seen some of his stuff when you look it up. I. I remember one particular jacket that I really liked, mm-hmm. but it was just gonna hit my pockets a little. Yeah, too much.
1: John Elliott can be expensive, but the way, first of all, it's thick material; it's great quality material, and um, it'll last you. You know what I'm saying? So if you're looking for comfort and convenience, but you're gonna pay a little extra, these aren't gonna fall apart on you. You know what I'm saying? All John Elliott. Super comfortable, f- ah, comfortable, ah, comfortable. Thank you,
0: today, Junior. <laughs> today,
1: but um, yeah, it's really good. A lot of French terry cloth on the inside.
0: French terry cloth. That's Telling you, man. Fancy as hell. I that's remember Cam said that in the rhyme. French, French terry cloth. So when you terry cloth that me you very soft. That's very soft. <laughs> that's, that's what, that's what I'm saying. It's comfortable. <laughs> so you
1: dripping. You know what I'm saying. You dripping when you True wear. Drip. But um. Also, I think I see a lot of people like one of my favorite designers.
0: Let me guess. Jerry? No. Uh,
1: Jerry took from my favorite designer. Uh, that's why I also uh, like Jerry. Angry Train agrees. <laughs> He's angry. I Jerry, like no, Jerry because he also was inspired. Virgil? No, not, not Virgil. Virgil. Uh. Some people don't ever yeah, get the yeah, idea.
0: Yeah, yeah. Turn your phone off, man. Let's I'm trying, the, but the thing is, it comes through silent. my phone.
1: Like is It's it is, it's turned oh, off. Oh, it
0: comes through the computer. Yeah. That's why we're here. Technology. It. Uh, 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 Okay, you just mentioned John Elliott. Should like I
1: give guy. you initials? Yeah. R-O. Rick Owens. There we yeah, go. I should have known that. Rick Owens is my mm-hmm. favorite designer. Mm-hmm. One, because I love the values that he lives by. He says that most of the time you should take care of yourself as a human being like you should work out and stuff because the human wears the clothes the clothes don't wear the human and he's like if you take care of yourself like literally the clothes that I've designed fall onto the human the way they should like if you're so if you're right you can't
0: be fat to wear this stuff <laughs> no not exactly
1: because he's had he's had people of I think what I respect about Rick Owens too he's had people of all different skin colors all different shapes mm-hmm. and he proved that anybody can wear his clothing Mm -hmm. but he said on a different aspect he's basically like you have to be you and you have to be comfortable within yourself because Mm -hmm. that when the clothes are laid on you people will recognize that you're good with yourself rather than you're just wearing the clothes to like show off or not be yourself and i think that's dope like he has he has so many different aspects to his designs like he's like He's a very enlightened person but he also like has a very dark feel so Mm -hmm. people sometimes call it urban goth Mm -hmm. and like but anything he's made one it's comfortable as hell two you know like when you're wearing rick owens like it just stands out like a sore thumb of like okay if you if you see tiana taylor on her page she's always rocking rick owens or like certain other celebrities i even saw um who's who's the gentleman that played um Sherlock Holmes. In Sherlock Holmes. Uh he was he was the uh,
0: not Robert Downey Jr., my man?
1: No, no, I'm gonna show you a picture. Not Tony Stark? No, not not Robert Downey Jr. Who was who was else that was in there?
0: Benedict Cumberbatch.
1: Yeah, but who was who's uh, strange? No, I'm gonna show you right now. He was he was wearing Rick Owens, but like that what I'm saying is like when you wear like Rick Owens, it's funny that you Know you're wearing oh, Jude Law, Al. Jude Law. So, right here, he was uh Watson, yeah. Sherlock Holmes, Jude Law <laughs> is like mm-hmm. he's rocking Rick Owens, and you can mm-hmm. still tell it. he's rocking, like it's just such a dope aesthetic, dope, dope. vibe. Almost
0: like that British dad, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I just wanted to get in that conversation because, yeah. like, I love I personally, I'm mm-hmm. obsessed with fashion and yeah. people watching. Maybe you're, you love mm-hmm. fashion too, but mm-hmm. I think it's a very important thing because fashion. Without before opening your mouth expresses who you are. Yeah, I'm more, into, something I'm more
0: into shoes and sneakers. To be gotcha. honest. Um,
1: so Jay basically said he's a hype beast. No, okay. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm like I'm like in between. I'm not like a sneaker head per se, but I love sneakers. Okay, you know what
1: I'm saying? Like I'll no, I definitely know that.
0: I'll look at a pair for a really long time before I get them but I'm watching them like right before they drop
1: side you know? silhouettes or something that attracts me the most about mm-hmm. a sneaker you know what I'm saying like if it looks something almost out of like a anime mm-hmm. from the side I'm about like it Some Metal Gear Solid shit yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know why that came into mind <laughs> but uh yeah I mean I'm, I've never been huge on fashion um gotcha. I, I'm more about comfort um, I try to wear more of our stuff than anything uh, yeah, cuz yeah. it's like walking billboards and stuff but layering I love layering. Um I love long jackets. Long jackets always get compliments and stuff and they're comfortable too. Mm-hmm. Um they keep you warm from head to like mid calf.
1: Yeah. I remember <laughs> so. when you bought that um uh, very regal similar green almost like mm-hmm. a like a dark that forest peacoat? green yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a I nice think one. It was nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I have I have to find it. I was looking but at the like, closet you...
1: coat. When you wear it, don't you feel, like, different? Oh, yeah. There's something about it. Like, that's what I think fashion... (laughs) The beauty of fashion, you can wear something, and it could take, like, if you were feeling halfway confident about something, it just, like, boom. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's
0: funny. I was wearing that one day. So, just to give a little picture of what it looks like, it looks exactly like this color. Mm -hmm. But it was more like a cloth material. So, it's like a peacoat, basically. A long peacoat. It goes down almost to my ankles. Wow. Like, three-quarters of the way down my leg. And, uh you know it has the big buttons mm-hmm. the big regal buttons and uh has like maybe like six buttons and then it closes up this way <clears throat> and uh i was wearing it one day and i had like a like one of those man bags yeah, like yeah, a yeah. satchel and so some older lady, she's like a di- this Italian lady. She was like, "You look like you came out of uh, World War II. <laughs> oh my god! And the thing that I automatically thought about was like Call of Duty. Like, <laughs>
1: and then you know what? You're like instant purchase. <laughs> yeah,
0: person straight out of Call of Duty with my jacket and shit. So,
1: can I share? Yeah. Um, I've been wanting to do this too. I'm trying to get in a couple things and seeing again what's the reaction. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to share a song on the podcast um it's not anybody that we know uh mm-hmm. i definitely want to share follow mu- uh, fellow musicians that we know and artists but this is such a dope vibe and um it's the song that i play every time that we edit and you're like what is that song and i'm just like oh the one that if we call it the coffee song because oh yeah I might have uh, to
0: just play for a little bit. That way we don't get flagged on YouTube. Yeah, yeah,
1: no, we're not gonna get flagged. yeah. Um I was gonna give you guys like a quick uh minute. But this is kinda like those songs that I personally love the aesthetic. I don't know why it gives you a nostalgic state of mind What's where I'll look it up. Um if I knew off the bat, uh I have it here. Uh just bear with me. You know what's weird? I I recognize with a title, like you can add a song and then like it just switches up your whole playlist. Hmm. Like I'll add it, you know, a certain um, in a certain place and then it just changes that whole thing. Or like sometimes like the uh, artist might take it down Mm -hmm. and you'll never know. So I've gotten
0: that before where I had a song on my playlist and they, the artist either took it down and reposted it or just took it down altogether.
1: Yeah, because I'm, I'm um, going through my playlist. I'm going through my playlist right now. And if I don't see that one, I'll play another artist that um, I thought was really, really nice. OK, here the song title. All right. Can you pass me the uh, the chord If you don't mind. The song title of this track is called Wish You Were Here. And it seems like the artist or producer is Black Coffee featuring the coffee song. Me featuring M S A K I, which I think is Masaki. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, and I hate when I butcher other artists' names because people do it to us all the time. They're like, Oh, we have a new song by Banatin. Mm-hmm. and it's um it's called Finish Line. <laughs> and I'm like, Thanks, all right.
0: If you can't pronounce the word finish line get the hell out like of finish lean like
1: banan here <laughs> we go line-y. let's get into this joint it's called wish you were here by black coffee and masaki and um again chill vibes you guys are gonna make your own assumptions oh yeah oh yeah i don't know if that's coming through Hear it in the headphones. All right, just try to bring it up, maybe a little bit more on the top one, the main one. The on the city there we go. It's a little too loud. The color, the you could bring it up again.
0: So tall.
1: There we go. That's good.
0: Remind me of you.
1: Hey, it's nice, right? The
0: frost in the morning.
1: It's a coffee song. The
0: steel birds and flies. <laughs> me shakers
1: We go here. We go. Bring the in
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so. You are now tuned to Benetton Radio. Oh yeah. And that was Black Coffee with Masaki. I like it black no sugar wish you were here
1: (laughs) no i think i think that's a dope vibe i mean you know everybody's always um not everybody but it seems like everybody's just playing trap 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 Mm -hmm. trap everything sounds the same or it's the same r&b again um
0: Stuff like this catches my attention more than anything because every time I'm hearing you play that song, I'm always like, yo, what song is that? Yeah, yeah, no. Nah. It's like, oh, it's the coffee song. So
1: I think, like, <laughs> you know, if I come across a good song, it's like coming across a dope fruit. Why wouldn't I want to share that with the world? You know what I'm saying? So bada-bing, bada-bing. there's other artists that should be recognized. I don't know if those people are already, like, on the top of their game, but mm-hmm. still at the end of the day, if you come across good music, you come across good music. Absolutely. Yeah, man.
0: Yeah, man. But that was completely random. I guess it falls under the pup. Pop and pop culture Thing Yeah, yeah. I just wanna yeah,
1: Again like It's it's one of those things Where I'll come up to you In the car or, Wow Third time today mm-hmm. Angry Train Um, No it's one of those things We'll be in the car Coming or going to Wherever we're going And I'm like Yo did you check out This joint yet Or have mm-hmm. you heard this And you're like Put me on And you do the same thing For me so mm-hmm. I think like you know That might be a song That reaches one of you guys If you're editing Or if you're mm-hmm. in your car You need a break Mm-hmm. You never know It might bring some ple- uh, pleasure to your life For free 99 Dope
0: vibes Dope vibes Yeah man Yeah man So I wanted to bring something up Okay And see what your thoughts are about it 100% um, PC culture Which is Political correctness culture right? Okay
1: I thought I had to be like Oh no I own a Mac <laughs> No 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 I'm kidding political, I love PCs.
0: Political correctness culture PC culture they call it now Okay So I bring it up mainly because a few weeks ago There was a situation with Kevin Hart, where he now is apologizing for like the millionth time for this joke that he made on his first. I think it was like one of his first standups. Yeah, and it got to the point where he even dropped out of hosting the Oscars. I think it was. Yeah,
1: he's going against (coughs) one of the dreams that he's had for a long time.
0: Yeah, so I wanted to see what your thoughts are about that.
1: Okay. Uh, All right.
0: In particular, when it comes to comedians,
1: it's funny because people in my family would say that i'm very pc um where i beg to differ i mean i PC think in what sense they you know um sometimes people are like you're white why do you stand up for black community so much or this or that or you know you're always p- politically correct quote unquote air quotes about you know um we are one race i hate when i i hear like I guess in this sense where I hear like, everybody's always talking about races. Like there's different race, there's human race, right? We are one race. We come out as different colors, different categories of human. There's different characteristics that we all have. You know, there's different strengths and weaknesses we all have as a race, but where it's, it's, you know, like there's, there's a type of animal there's birds right there's birds there's mammals right there's all different types but there's it falls into different categories this is what I'm saying (laughs) that's where I'll get politically correct where I'm saying like these are facts right these are facts of boom people you know are being seen a certain way and we got to change things like that but I think that at the end of the day also being a human race a human we make mistakes. Um, sometimes we are not given all the answers, and that's the beauty about life. If you haven't realized it, you don't come out with everything. Like sometimes you look at a kitten, and you're like, "Oh, that's so cute. Knows how to use the bathroom already," because instinctively it has that in its DNA. Humans are opposite. We have to learn so much out the gate. And if Kevin Hart came from anybody in his family that had homophobic tendencies. Or had homophobia or they thought that, you know, making fun of somebody else's state or life or lifestyle or the way they were born and whatever, whatever way you want to see it. Right. Because for every situation, it's different. I don't think, especially if you've made sincere actions to apologize, sincere actions to clean your slate. People want to hold you to who you are. There's the beauty about evolution is evolving and you're allowed to evolve. You're allowed to make mistakes. If you continue with the same tendencies, sure, you should be, you you should be, you should be ashamed. You, somebody should come around and tell you what you need to clean up about your act. But at the same time, come on, come on. this Like he said, it's like, it's 10 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe he didn't mean it. Maybe he didn't even know how strongly it was affecting people. But he made a a conscious effort to sincerely apologize. And for him to drop out, that's where you see the sincerity. It's not about the Oscars. It's about him showing that he was sincerely sorry. But some people just want to see you fail. They want to keep you in a certain place. And they're like, no, that's that person. Because in the sense... God forbid somebody did that to you, right? God forbid somebody just held you accountable for who you are. Like if I see, like if you're not changing, I'm not proud of it. I'm usually like somebody like, listen, this person might be tricking somebody, but they up to the same old shit. You know what I'm saying? But if there's a person making a conscious effort to change and their actions speak louder than their words or vice versa, You know, like, it's, you have to give sometimes people the benefit of the doubt. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And if not, you know, um, that's who you are. If you're like, nope, you had your chance, which is your one chance. Mm -hmm. You fucked it up. That's that's on that person. Mm -hmm. But I feel like our community as humans are like that. It's like Mm -hmm. we live in such a judgment. Like, where people are so sensitive, the people that are coming at him, Mm -hmm. About their sensitivity Not getting a second chance God forbid nobody gave them a second chance Mm -hmm. And I think Mm -hmm.
0: But I find that funny because The point I was trying to make is He said this how long ago Seven, eight years ago, maybe Mm ten And Somebody had to dig up That from That long ago Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying You didn't find anything recent So what does that mean?
1: Misery loves company
0: he's changed, right? Yeah.
1: But at the same time, yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, he definitely cleaned up his act. I watched the interview with him and Ellen Mm -hmm. and, um, again, there's something instinctively, I think, within all of us Mm -hmm. when you know somebody's being sincere Mm -hmm. and when somebody's just doing it to say it. Yeah. To please the audience and get their way. Mm -hmm. And I think Kevin Hart, um, I don't know him personally again, but I think he was being sincere. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: do you think he should have apologized? That's my next question.
1: When you already apologize once, like, again, it's like some people are like...
0: As a comedian, do you think someone for making that joke should apologize?
1: It's it's a dangerous game because him not apologizing could stop his income, could stop his career.
0: Yeah, but I mean, putting all that aside, should a person who is... Whose his intention is to make people laugh who has no malicious intent behind what he's doing should apologize.
1: Personally, I don't think so. Cause he made the first one, but see people like, again, we can go into this. We can go way deeper. I'm not going to, but a lot of people would agree that it's like, okay, already he has strikes against him because mm-hmm. he's a black male, everything else. Like this is, you know, I watch other interviews on political correctness. I watch, you know, on different people's perspectives about tons of things, you know, um, and people are gonna say, you know, like he has, it's almost like a slave mentality. He has to apologize to his masters, mm-hmm. and these even if other black people from the LGBT <coughs> community are coming at him, you're basically you're doing this, you're doing the same thing that somebody's gonna eventually ask of you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I and I just like. I support most communities and all this and that, but I think when you're, when you're forced into a situation or corner where you've done enough already and just to make a bunch of people happy that aren't going to be happy at the end of the day, they're still going to be miserable with themselves. And that's why people dug this up. Mm -hmm. It's again, this is why you see people like, you know, go into depressions is why we don't have a Mac Miller and all this because I, you know, like people don't understand a lot of what people give into this, what people have sacrificed to get on top, and then how people come at you, you know, for I'm not going to say a simple mistake. At first, it was ignorant, but he learned from his lesson. Mm-hmm. He changed his way. He did it probably for his family. It's the same thing with his wife. He's cheated, this and that. He is not a perfect person, 100%. And we could disagree with a lot of his values. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it's like those same, those same people that came at him probably reposted a meme from Kevin Hart or laughed at one of his comedy acts. And, like, it, again, I think it gets to my point. There's no loyalty in this game. I think there's not a lot of loyalty in general amongst uh, a lot of people. It's just disheartening. I think at the end of the day it's disheartening that you always want done to others as you want done to yourself, but nobody's showing that, you know what I'm saying? Like I say, the Twitter fingers and all that is all the sensitive people that would wish, like if they were going to jail or they were on trial for something that they didn't really do, people would probably, you know, they would want people to be like forgiving and this and that, but people are like, nope, throw them in people. It's like, we live, Uh, Who else said it? Maybe it was Joe Rogan. I don't know. But somebody said, like, we on a mentality state as human beings, we haven't changed much. We're still here, like, you know, watching people's heads get caught off and we're applauding and all that. It's just in a different way. We're Mm -hmm. still fucking animals.
0: Yeah. I mean, when it comes to certain things, I feel as human beings... Especially as, like, a a Latin male, Mm -hmm. I've had to unlearn certain things that were taught to me. Okay. Right? So, as a Latin male, you learn at a young age, stare a hole through this girl's ass because it looks nice. Mm. Or whistle at her or honk your horn as you pass by her and stuff like that. Mm. And, you know, even at that age, it made me feel uncomfortable when I was like, I don't know, 10, 11 years old, when you have all your older cousins or maybe an uncle or not looking back at it, a weird uncle. <laughs> yeah, I feel like <laughs> trying the, to teach the, you these, these these things. Those innocence or
1: intuitions tell you mm-hmm. what's wrong from the jump.
0: Right. Me as a person, I felt uncomfortable back then, maybe because I had like that social anxiety to me and I wasn't that kind of person to just like, at the, 10 that or 11 forward, years yeah. old, like whistling at somebody, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And then... You know growing older and older i've never been that type of guy so what's the point <laughs> you're passing by this girl and you're like honking your horn yeah. at her like what's the fucking point no. you think she's gonna magically like pop into your car Mm-mm. like it makes no sense and um you know that just brings me back to the thing that i said is just you know as human beings we're taught certain things sometimes it's wrong sometimes it's good and then we have to reprogram our brains to do what we feel is right Yeah. yeah you know and then you have the social the pc police mm. you know now that everybody has a, a fucking opinion about everything no matter what you do you're doing something wrong yeah. you know what i mean so you know it was just a, a question i thought because i feel like when it, especially when it comes to comedians like a comedian's intent is to make people laugh yeah you know sometimes they'll cross that boundary or they'll cross that time to just make people laugh but there's a lot it, of
1: comedy and discomfort exactly you know what i'm saying
0: so if it crosses a line and you know the comedian's intent is not to offend anyone Mm -hmm. like offend somebody to make them laugh Mm -hmm. i'm okay with but when it comes to like i don't know if you remember this a couple years ago that dude from seinfeld that played uh, i think kramer Mm -hmm. when he was doing stand-up and uh i think a black person was heckling him and he just started dropping m-bombs 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 the whole time that i don't like
1: no no i think i think that like literally again on a psychological level as humans we're either um we literally hypocritical by nature or by choice Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of us always want to work the system or work the ideology of this how we're perceived the perfection shit to work to the to our best advantage you know um and a lot of the time again that sensitivity to all of us is like you start out your life as a child where i feel like it's a a perfectly clean ripped piece of paper you know from a notebook it's like a perfect piece of paper and you know your first situation or maybe somebody throws dirt on your name and that ruins your other relationship with other friends or family guess what (sighs) paper's crumbled now and you're over here like trying to iron
0: does it sound like again <laughs> <laughs> all right
1: <laughs> so so you're here now you got this crumpled piece of paper when you wanted the world to see your clean piece of paper right you're you're we were waiting that day to present yourself but then it's like crumple 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 this and this and that and now you're a ball from a flat piece of this and you're like you're looking at yourself you're like how did it get here all these different things but Those imperfections, all those things, if somebody can't come around and be like, okay, this went from a piece of paper to now we can throw this ball around or it's going to go more places than it was flat. Mm -hmm. I I don't know if that's the best. um... You lost me, bro.
0: Yeah, okay. (laughs) But
1: either way, what I'm saying (laughs) is like people want to be seen as a perfect, clean piece of paper, but at the end, all the things we go through, we all get crumpled. I see. And, you know, like people are like, oh, that's ugly. I can't use it now it's like okay
0: and then that person comes around takes the ball throws it in a trash can and goes Kobe. exactly
1: so your whole life you're like i worked hard to keep it clean but then somebody want to come around crumple your piece of paper and now you're just like okay now i can't feed my kids now i don't have a career this or that and everybody keeps living their life you know what i'm saying and again we want the same respect we want Everybody be a little bit forgivable, you know, to forgive or forget on our end when it happens to us. But nobody's showing that on the other end. And I think, you know, we have crazy technology out. Our fashion's dope. You know, like people have perfected makeup techniques and people have perfected everything else but ourselves on how we treat others. Mm -hmm. And I feel like You know, all these other things are like, no, we're doing great. You know, we're evolving. But at the same time, like if we don't get our shit together on um, a humane level or a spiritual level or all these other things, like, again, this is why we're like, oh, man, why is there chaos in the world? Why does everybody hate each other? Because it's the same thing. Look how everybody's treating each other, man. You have no forgiveness. You have nothing. Like, again, it all adds up. So you can't ask questions when you're adding to the flame, to the fuel, you know, or fuel to the fire.
0: Okay, this got mad depressing.
1: <laughs> but it's the truth, you know what I'm saying? Like, like again, my dad always says this. He's like, I sound like a pessimist because I'm an optimist with experience. Mm-hmm. And that's the truth of the situation. If you go through life, see how you said it's mad depressing? That's what all, it like, it, it kind of throws people off to even approaching the situation. So that that's why you have to Above all You have You It's always important that you If you have good values If you have good intentions That you Make it above all Because you could be Hitler That was one guy And he got everybody's idea to go a, lo- a large part of his community To believe in him And I'm saying he didn't have the right intentions Or maybe in his head it was the right intentions But we know at the end of the day who is just like getting rid of people you know what i'm saying just killing people for nothing but if you can do the same thing on a positive aspect as an artist as an influencer a real influencer and i say that because a lot of people out here influencing wrong shit but if, if you're a real influencer if you're if you preach at your church um if if you're an atheist but you still have a good heart like it doesn't matter if you know you're doing the right thing because we all have this intuition as humans if you're doing the right thing you will see that and you can you can be that missing link or the atom to this whole nucleus i mean you could be the nucleus to this whole atom and that's what i think is most important so maybe that's a, on a better lighter note but you know what i'm saying <laughs> there you go anyway <laughs> so don't I, disregard it you know it's true. no it's just
0: you, you you just go on for like 10 minutes straight and it's just like okay this went somewhere else <laughs> but we started off with kevin hart and ended up talking about hitler so <laughs> sometimes it'll be like that so um i guess i just let's just wrap things up i guess cool um we do need more questions obviously because we run off run out of ideas and stuff to things to talk about so maybe in the next podcast what we'll do is we'll do the video breakdown yeah um that we've been talking about the last don't few be episodes.
1: shy don't be arrogant <laughs> mm-hmm. either or just send us questions, man. I question. always post
0: it on my Instagram. I see 250 to like 300 views and get one question asked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, it's just so we can guide you guys down the right it could be questions about anything it could be Uh questions about uh how do you cook a meatloaf i don't know we'll look it up we'll google it right on the spot and we'll teach you how to do it that's mad (laughs) man we'll do maybe we'll do an episode where we cook a damn meatloaf i don't know so just give us any questions uh (laughs) it could be about any aspect in life could be about anything, absolutely anything. Um, as we still get organized and stuff, we're only four episodes in, but Word. you know we do have the equipment here.
1: Subscribe, we might be making that yeah. meatloaf. You yeah, know, I'm man. looking forward to it now. So you subscribe, know, subscribe,
0: <laughs> like, comment, uh, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and um, you know, I just want to leave on uh, on a positive note and uh, just tell certain people that are in my life to take risks yes uh it's okay to be afraid
1: Mm -hmm. it's okay Um, to be wrong
0: it's okay to be wrong it's okay to fail but you need to try and i've been telling and i've been preaching this to a couple people and i had a conversation with two separate people that want to do certain things and they're just like they have the content and they're just afraid to post it Mm -hmm. and i'm like if you're that afraid give it to me and i'll post it for you Mm -hmm. like just let it fly Mm -hmm. and i don't know bird box it put blindfolds on that's all you have to do is let the content go up there put the blindfolds on look at the positive feedback use it as constructive criticism of the negative comments uh ignore the ones that are purposely just trying to bring you down Mm -hmm. and just go for it man I, I can't emphasize enough to anybody that's creative that wants to put something out that wants to put something together and is too afraid to put it out there because yeah. of the feedback they they might get it, it just hurts me again yeah yeah because i'm like we do this on a daily basis and we get constant feedback and we get haters on the side where they may not be commenting or they may be commenting and we we just don't
1: give a shit yeah you can't we're control it, it all there. you yeah. can't like don't disregard your dopeness <laughs> there's a couple people too they're like yo is this dope or, mm-hmm. i'm like there's a reason why i mess with you mm-hmm. on artistic level like you're dope like we're always gonna second guess ourselves as artists mm-hmm. or just people in general but jay says it a lot you know you miss 100 of the shots you don't take shoot or shoot yeah like what could, you know like if it fails it fails whatever just mm-hmm. keep going like and there's always learn from it that's the most that's important it. Thing. learn from it so yeah so with that said um like usual let the intro drop in the outro <laughs> let's go wow <laughs>